Hello, White Sox fans, and welcome into Sox on Tap. I'm Johnny joined today by Tony Marchese, and we are here to reflect a little bit on the last two games of this past weekend in a sweep against Detroit and look ahead uh, to this big series, uh, big as an understatement, against the Twins coming up. So, Tony, don't have a lot of time today, but how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Johnny. It was a wonderful uh, weekend to be a White Sox fan. I know you uh, were up in Wisconsin. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. I was actually able to tune in a little bit more than I would be uh, normally up in Wisconsin. Usually I'm kind of off the grid there, but um, weren't as many people up there since it wasn't the holiday weekend. So uh, I had a little better service and was able to listen and watch uh, uh, here and there. So um, let's get right into it, Tony. Um, set, Buzz took care of Friday night. Uh, recap that White Sox comeback win. Uh, and so now we're talking Saturday. Absolute beatdown. 14-0 of the Tigers. Um, I love getting into double digits, Tony. Um, I love seeing the runs come early. Those are my biggest uh, two takeaways. Yeah, I can't agree more than than, uh, than that. Getting into double digits is cool and tough, as we like to say on this show. Uh, everybody got involved in that one. The offense was just everything you would expect. My biggest takeaway from this one was Reynaldo Lopez actually pitched a decent ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I was a little nervous going into that one. I don't know about you, um, especially just watching Lopez this year. It's probably been some of the worst baseball that we've watched, which is, you know, it's this is a total shock. Um, you know, just talking about how good this team has been all year, but, uh, Lopez got the job done. The Sox got the job done. Uh, 19 hits, man. That's, that's going to win you a lot of ball games. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And uh, as you're talking about Lopez, there are five innings, three hits, uh, zero spotless goose eggs actually in the run column. That's unheard of for Renel Lopez. Uh, one walk, two strikeouts in this one. So uh, nice to see him come back and fill the void with Dallas Keuchel, you know, missing the start. Um, you know, that's also, you know, first of all, with the back stiffness, obviously got to make sure he's right physically. But then also they're going to have to bump. I think we talked about this before. They're going to have to bump someone eventually uh, to get Giolito and Keuchel set up to, you know, begin a playoff series. So, yep. um, you know, it, if this is a time to do it against a team like the Tigers, obviously it paid off. Um, and Detroit didn't even find the board uh, all night. Uh, Cordero, McRae, and uh, Bernardo Flores Jr. Uh, closing that one down. Clean innings from each of them, too, for McRae. So uh, I know he got sent back down uh, with Stever coming up uh, to pitch Sunday, which we'll get into now. But um, nice to see him uh, have a clean outing. And uh, zero ERA, usually when guys get sent down, it's because that ERA is, like, close to 10. So yep. um, that, that's about it there. Um, uh, I got like one I last I got one last yeah. takeaway on this one, and that's Jose Abreu. Rayu just continues oh, yeah, to two, absolutely mash baseballs. Four for um, four, man. Wow. Yeah. Two three-run home runs. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the power of Chaw, man. Like, yeah. get this whole team. Tony, out yeah, Tony. So, obviously, we've got a huge series coming up against the Twins here. Um, we're, we got to do Sunday first. But uh, now that you mentioned the power of the Chaw, I think I'm going to have to bring, bring a big bag of Red Man over to the garage, and we're just going to, like, throw in just ridiculously large Chaws uh, for Pito at bat. So, I think it's going to happen. So, um, yeah, power of the chalk for sure. So let's move on Sunday. It was Jonathan Stever Day, uh, his White Sox debut here. Uh, probably a guy that would not have gotten a look, Tony, uh, in a regular season, I would imagine, because of, if I'm not mistaken, he's only seen double A. Is that correct? Uh, I don't have notes on him in front of me at the moment, Johnny, but he he was there's been a lot of talk about him just in, you know, the, the deeper circles of White Sox Twitter. I think he's probably a guy that you would have seen maybe next year, get a chance mm-hmm. in a spot start. Um, but, you know, I really liked what I saw from this kid after that first inning debacle that he got himself into. And it was amazing that he came out of that with only giving up one run. Um, very impressive for him to collect himself. I know the bullpen was already warming in the first. Um, that's never a good sign for a kid who, um, is making his first start 
you see a lot of careers start and end that way. And, you know, you might, might never get a chance uh, to get back up in the major leagues. But his stuff looked like it played, um, got himself out of trouble. It, the recovery was excellent, and the offense was there to pick him up. Yep, being able to settle down, I think that's the biggest thing, and that speaks to um, you know how, how composed he is as a pitcher. Because it'd be easy to just let things uh, you know slip uh, out of fashion. Hell, we've seen it from a guy like Lucas Giolito having a rough first inning, and then the whole outing just gets away from you. So, um, and I see that from Steve, a little bounce back after throwing like thirty-five pitches or something in the first inning, and obviously allowing the one run. But um, he, he was clean after that. Um, Jimmy Cordero came in, Ricky Renteria is workhorse, and then uh, Matt Foster, Steve Ciszek, uh Alex Calme. I know Calme had to kind of clean up a little bit of Cisa. She said, eh, mess. That's uh, a tongue twister there. Can, but, can uh, C-Shack sell seashells <laughs> by the seashore? Possibly. Who knows? Uh, if we can say it correctly, maybe they'll yeah. summon it. But, uh, yeah, Kyle may come in locking down a save there. Um, the, other than that, I, I like to see uh, manufactured runs, too, because obviously we've seen these games where they have offensive outbursts. Tony hit a bunch of home runs, and that's all great, and I love seeing that, and I'd love for them to do that every game. But um, come October, when it's colder and when you're <clears> playing better teams, obviously, granted, this is the Detroit Tigers are talking about, when you're playing better teams, you got to be able to uh, play a little bit of small ball, manufacture runs, and, and get timely hits. You know, nice CEO on Mancata. Um, you know, in, in this one, he bumped down in the order, but that helped him out. He goes three for four here, um, an RBI double uh, to kind of get the White Sox rolling uh, in, in this one. So any other takeaways from you from Sunday? Tim Anderson just continues to hit uh, average sitting at 362 after this one. Um, if the dude wins another batting title, like I don't know how anybody can not say he's one of the best, if not the best hitting shortstop in the American League. Um, if not the whole league, it's just so impressive seeing what he's doing um, year after year now um, just continues to hit. Uh, there was a little bit of a question mark in my head about uh, giving Robert the day off, uh, but obviously that didn't didn't even matter. Um, this is Detroit we're talking about. And then, you know, just I, I say this every time that he comes in the ball game, man, cocked hats are for fucking closers. Uh, Alex Calame gets the job done again. It seems almost automatic to this point in time uh, that he's going to get the job done. Still do miss Aaron Bummer in that eighth inning role uh, a lot. But uh, the Sox are still getting victories. You sweep Detroit, you move on, and it's time to talk Minnesota. Yeah, absolutely. Huge series. Um, as uh, I just before we even start this, uh, if you want some supplemental reading to go along with listening to this podcast, go to ontapsportsnet.com. Click on the White Sox section. Our most recent article there is White Sox versus Twins. Time to exercise the demons. And our guy, NWI Steve, you hear him here on this podcast. Uh, he's a contributor, um, obviously, to the website. He, he wrote up a great article about, you know, how the Twins have had the White Sox number uh, for the longest time. And, you know, even this season, uh, it could possibly still end up the Twins take the season series because of the White Sox going two and four, I believe, against them so far. Um, so they, they would have to, you know, uh, sweep this thing out to um, get back to where they want to be against them. But either way, they're, you know, a game ahead in the standings here, Tony, coming into this one. And uh, as Steve said, it's time to exercise some demons um, and, you know, have some success against the Twins. And that will help them carry destiny in their own hands uh, throughout the rest of this uh, regular season campaign. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one today, Johnny. Dylan Cease going up against Jose Barrios. And Barrios, in his last four starts, uh, held opponents to a 183 batting average. Um, that's that's going to be tough. He's on. He had a shaky start to the season. He is back looking like himself. Dylan Cease for the Sox, 0-2 against the uh, the Minnesota Twins. Um it's time to to settle those demons 
and get Dylan Cease a nice six-inning, clean, zero-run start. That's what I'm looking for, Johnny. No, no, no runs given up for Dylan Cease. Um, I well, I like the boldness of that, but that's no fucking way in hell that's happening. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now, Tony. Um, I'll just be completely honest with you. I don't <clears> see it happening. I think Cease maxes out around five innings. Um, that's just the way things go against the Twins. I actually have him losing this first ball game, unfortunately, um, because you talked about that dominant stretch that Jose Brios has been on. One of those is against the White Sox uh, back on September second. Uh, he got the win against them. Went six, only three hits allowed, uh, one earned run, two walks and eight strikeouts he had their number um unfortunately i think that continues tonight but hey i'm looking for him to prove me wrong as always uh, you know i had to get a little bit of negative 90 in here i feel like you know it's been going so well haven't been able to rear its head here but uh, against a you know opponent that you have not proven uh that you can beat especially you know this year so far i know they have won twice against them but overall um it, it they've been in the losing column against them so uh especially the way that series against minnesota ended and brios being part of that you know shutdown um to leave the White Sox losing that series up in Minnesota. It doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth, but like I said, hope to be proven wrong here. Uh, Bats are going to need to step up because um, even if Dylan Cease throws well, he's still got to score runs to win the damn game. Uh, They did not seem like they were able to do that in in bunches like they were, you know, against some of these worst worst off teams um, more recently in the Pirates and the Tigers and Royals and what have you. Um, It's just got to step up. It's just, you know, that's bottom line. Jose Abreu lead the way, man. Well, this guy won't be in the lineup, but if he is, he's my pick to click t- tonight, Johnny. James McCann, he's seen Barrios very well. Lifetime average of 333 against him and 24 at-bats. That's plenty of at-bats to get used to somebody. Taking him deep four times in his career. Uh, that leads the White Sox offense in uh, uh, home runs against Jose. Uh, I hope Ricky looks at that and says, yeah. let's start James McCann tonight. Um We'll likely probably see Grandal back behind the plate. I know he played first base yesterday, um, so it's probably his turn in the order. But find a way to get James McCann at bats yeah. early in this game. Um, I, I agree it'd be the most logical, um, but since you know uh, things tend to not be logical in some of these decisions, uh, especially I think there was another instance of McCann dominating a pitcher and then he wasn't in. So uh, give me a backup one just in case. I'll give you a backup one. I'll take Yasmani Grandal. He's okay. never had a hit against Jose Perrios in his career in six at-bats. It's time to get off the schneid. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a hot hand here, uh, Tim Anderson. Uh, he does not have a home run here. He's hitting 200 against Brios in his career, but, um, you know, hot, he's leading the AL in batting average right now. Um, I got to go with Timmy Estrella. stirs a drink if they are going to get it done. I believe it has to start from the top there um, and set the mood uh, for the game. So I'd like to see that early, and I'll go with Tim Anderson. Uh, even if it's just a collection of singles, that could help out immensely. So uh, that'll be my pick to click for tonight. Once again, a four-game set here. Uh, first of four, it's going to be a massive series. I think Steve dubbed it in his article uh biggest series uh in 12 years for the white Sox, something like that um yeah it's yeah. it's been a while it's been a while looking forward to it tony looking forward to be able to take in one of these games with you so uh fi- final thought on the twin series and then i'll close this thing down final thoughts um i hope nwi steve and the white Sox fan collectively is happy at the end of this four game stretch like you said biggest series there's been a lot of biggest series for the White Sox in the last 12 years this year, and they're just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, this should have a playoff-type atmosphere to it, even though there's no fans in the stands. When you're watching these ball games, they are going to have a playoff feel to them. Hopefully the Sox offense continues to do what they can do, um, and that's put up a lot of runs. 
Uh, that's the way this team is built right now. Um, that's how they're going to have to beat their opponents. So the bats got to stay hot. And hopefully at the end of these, we're talking about four White Sox winners. I know, like you said, negative Nadi's going to come out right here and tell me that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but I'm expecting victory in these ball games because the White Sox so far this year have conditioned me to expect victories. And that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a very good thing, Tony, uh, sitting atop the AL Central, one game ahead of uh, Minnesota, uh, four and a half against uh, up on Cleveland. I think that kind of, you know, as I, I wasn't checking the standings as regularly when I went up to Wisconsin because the service is kind of shitty up there. Um, I was kind of surprised to see that jump out uh, ahead of the Indians, but I was expected that, you know, the Twins would be hanging right there uh, behind us. Yeah, I, I would love to see four winners. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to be proven wrong. Um, I think a, a split is the most likely outcome here, and um, I, I would take that. I, I would not be over the moon like excited but it would still be you know a, a solid result um i i think a split is reasonable and i think that's the most realistic but hey uh prove me wrong sweep the hell out of them uh, and extend this lead pad it in the al central uh and let's roll right into october obviously i know there's some games after this that they'll have to take care of as well but, you know, head-to-head here is where you can create some separation. So uh, that's the biggest thing for me. Uh, be able to manufacture runs. I know you talk about you're going to need the offense. Yeah, I would love to see the big bops, but uh, you showed that you can in different games manufacture runs. Uh, you'll probably have to do a lot more of that a lot more frequently during this series, especially against the quality of pitching that Minnesota will put up, uh, starting with the uh, best one tonight in Jose Barrios. So uh, ho- hope they can get to him. I-, I would predict, if we're doing an official prediction, though, I-, I would predict a split and would not be terribly upset about that. Um, I think that'd be an acceptable result. So um, that's just how I see it playing out. But um, once again, hope I'm wrong. And uh, that about does it for this quick hitter edition of Socks on Tap. Uh, We'll be back for recaps after all these games. I am back. We are back to full strength here uh, if this were an NHL game uh, off of the penalty kill. So um, that's it. Uh, make sure you go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap and at Ontap Sportsnet. If you enjoy Socks on Tap, please go and give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Tony, let's close it down with those three words. White Sox forever. White Sox forever. Are you a sports card collector? Are you looking to buy or sell your vintage cards? If so, contact Josh over at Midwest Vintage Cards. With over 25 years of experience in the field, Midwest Vintage Cards will pay you cash for your collection. Check out their eBay store by searching Midwest Vintage Cards or follow them on Instagram at Midwest Vintage Cards. Contact Josh at 847-602-8604 or email him at josh at midwestvintagecards.com to get your quote today.